Buying a house can feel like you're going 200 miles per hour in bumper-to-bumper traffic with a dirty windshield and the sun in your eyes. Ruoff Mortgage has the technology, expert staff, and resources to simplify the process while speeding up the time it takes to get clear to close. So while getting a loan can seem intimidating, Ruoff Mortgage will have you opening the door to your new home fast and stress-free. Visit Ruoff.com to learn more. That's Ruoff.com. This NASCAR season, every member of the Toyota Racing Team is doing their part to take the trophy home. Like 6th grader Melissa Kowalski, who changes true to true X on every true-false quiz she takes. All my teachers are Martin Truex Jr. fans now. Keep up the great work, Melissa. To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. Again, welcome to the work area here on Wing Nation, where we get a chance to sit down and we'll do what we do all the time. Anyhow, we're going to talk sprint car racing. So glad you've joined us here on the work area from Wing Nation. I'm Steve Post here in the Concord, North Carolina studios, joined by my co-hosts. Uh, let's go to the Lethal Chassis Studios up in Pennsylvania. Ashley Stremme is here. And from the Mooresville studio, it is Aaron Evernham. Hello, ladies. How are you? I'm very good. Good. I am fabulous. If you hear a little squawking in the background once in a while, don't mind me. I'm just over here entertaining my child. Yes, this <laughs> is the first work area with Steel Strummy. So we are so excited. We actually saw the baby before we went on the air, and Aaron and I are all geeked up. So really, really cool. Ashley, um, I know motherhood is a challenge. How is it going, though? Honestly, it hasn't been bad. He's a great sleeper, so we're good there. He travels well. He's already been to Eldora Speedway. Um, so we're making sure we're starting him off on the right foot. That is good. That is good. We don't have a welding uh, a, a welding wrench or, any, or welding iron or anything in his hands yet, do we? Not yet, but give it time. Yep. That's cool. <laughs> that is cool. He might right. make an appearance here sooner than later. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, we hear him. Get there we him go. Up. Isn't that great? That is awesome. I mean, I think you should join in. Kate, Kate joined in a show a few years ago. Right? So. Yep. Let's say hello to all of oh, Wayne Nation. Oh, my gosh. I know. Uh, uh, say I know, hello. Sweet boy. I know a lot of you listen to Wing Nation. You need to go to our YouTube page if you're listening and watch. Okay? This is one of those where you need to watch. And he wants his mom. And so we're going to, we're, that, that's, that, that's the way we're doing this one. If Steele wants his mom, Steele gets his mom. So. Yep. This is life. This is real life. This is real life. Exactly. Yeah. Just do, wouldn't it, wouldn't it be nice if we all had our times when we want our mom, we got our mom, right? You know? <laughs> if I could have all the naps back that I gave up as a kid, I'd give, I'd give anything to have all those back. There you go. I say that to Kate all the time. I'm like, why are you fighting me? Yeah. Someday you'll be like, you know, I will have wake you up every afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. Now my uh, my daughters, of course, they're a little bit older than than you guys have, but they have mastered the nap. Um, mm-hmm. Now now mastered the nap so that I'm jealous. That's the problem with it. You know, <laughs> and I'm good at napping, 
but I just don't get a chance to do it that often. It is a uh, it is an art form that we all need to bring back. I actually worked for a guy. I, I totally off the. I actually worked uh, the promoter. I worked for the first one at Pen uh, Speedway. Uh, Seward Rice was his name. He would be at the racetrack at seven o'clock in the morning, and he'd work till about eleven o'clock. Then he would go and do lunch at one of the local diners, local restaurants. He actually believed in the siesta, and he would take a siesta. And then 3, 4 o'clock, he'd come back to the track and work until 7, 8 o'clock at night. And he lived by that, I mean, including race nights, Friday night race nights, he would do the same thing. So I think they're onto something. I think Steele's on I think on they're onto something, too. Yeah. I kind of like that theory. I kind of like that. That's for sure. There is a lot going on in the sprint car world, and that's what we do here on the work area, is talk about what is happening in the sprint car world. And the news broke this week. It's, it's been kind of breaking a little bit here. Um, Jason Sides is stepping out of the driver's seat. Now, Jeremy Elliott has a really, really good story about this in Speedway uh, in, um, what's his what's his page? Oh, for God's sake. Um, I can't, Car Unlimited. Sprint Car Unlimited, yeah. Very, very good story. Jason apparently um, had a bad crash a couple of years ago and has had hip problems since. And he's just finding now that it's a challenge to even get in and out of the race car. And Aaron, you've climbed into way more race cars than Ashley and I ever have. Um, I can't imagine a hip problem so hindering that you getting in and out of the race car. That, that can't be a good thing when it comes to racing these cars the way they race them these days. No, for sure. And, and not only can it not be a good thing, that discomfort, but it's a distraction. If it's that difficult to get in and out of the car, it's that difficult to work on it. It might be something he can actually feel when he's racing. It, it just can't. That's it, just not good when you've got a chronic pain like that going on. And I guess it takes him a few minutes to get moving out of the car. And he was worried, what if you're in a crash? What if you have fire? You know, I mean, I think you would likely pick up the pace getting out of the car. But then, so so what the story is, is Jason is, he's he's headed back home at some point this summer to start meeting with doctors to figure out what he needs to do to see if he can get this repaired. He is not retired. He is out of the race car while this hip problem, and he is going to work with some doctors to try to get the hip put back together. So Ashley, he goes right out of the box at Williams Grove in Bridgeport, and I thought this is, oh, my gosh. Of all people he puts in the car is Tim Schaefer. Now, he may be he may have a hip problem, and you put that duo together, and now you got a liver problem as well. The two of them together are for sure an interesting couple, um, but I think it's going to work out well. Obviously, oh, Bub, sorry. Um, I think it's going to be a good a good match. I know he's only. Oh, oh there we go. Well, well, Steele does not like the idea of it. So where they're going, where they're going forward on this one, <laughs> where they're going forward on this one is um, Robbie Price is uh, a great young racer from the uh, Northwest. And so Robbie is going to take over starting this week at Attica and move forward. And I think, I think, I think the Schaefer thing, I, I, I thought the Schaefer thing was the answer, but, and we don't know all the inner workings. We don't know if Robbie Price is bringing money to the table. Jason had suggested in one of his comments that he'd like somebody that brings a little sponsorship to the table. I don't think Schaefer's in that category. I don't know that they could afford the beer that they would all consume traveling the country. So Robbie Price is going to drive the car for the balance of the year. Robbie's a young guy. I actually met him when I went to Skagit a couple years ago. He's from Cobble Hill, British Columbia. He's the 2017 Skagit Speedway track champion. 
Finished eighth in 2019 in the Lucas Oil ASCS National Tour in points, and he's the youngest winner of the Jim Raper Memorial Dirt Cup. Back in 2019, he won that. So, Aaron, when we when we look at this, um, pretty good opportunity for a young guy to go out on the road and learn the ropes. Robbie's a hard worker, and he's with the right guy with Jason Sides. Well, absolutely. I mean, not only is Jason's equipment you know, capable of winning an outlaw race, but you have all that wisdom from, from Jason. And, and I don't just mean as far as, you know, driving the race car, but <laughs> we all know Jason's been around the sport for a long time. He's one of the, the best dudes to, to look out for you, to teach you the ins and outs of the sport, the people, the good, the bad, the racetracks, all of it. Like Jason's just a, a good all around dude. And I think the opportunity to not only drive for him and have that great equipment, but to have the the wisdom and the knowledge, you know, we, we bust on Jason a lot because he likes to have a good time. But, you know, when I raced, he was like, I always called him like my older brother. Like he was my, he always looked out for me. He's just a really good person. And uh, it'll be interesting to see. I, I kind of pictured all along that Jason would have someone younger that he could really help, you know, Schaefer. That's great. I see how they, you know, even when Tim Kading drove the car, that was a good mix, yeah. but I always saw him mentoring someone, when, someone young. I don't know what you think about that, Ashley, but I, I see Jason more as someone who's ready to, to bring along someone young and, and, and really kick some butt. It's true. He's definitely a mentor figure for sure. I mean, look at all the people we've talked to over the years who have kids and they end up staying with Jason for the day or for the week or they end up going somewhere. Um, I think it's so true. He, he loves to be Uncle Jason to everyone. And so I think it's going to be a great partnership and it'll be an opportunity for that kid to grow as well. Yeah, I mean, it really is. You go into the side school of racing, and and that is that is hard knocks. That is hard work, and they're going to have some success. As 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 you got, as you as you ladies talked about, uh, you put TK in that car, and they about won Knoxville a couple years ago. He was coming forward in that race. So Jason's equipment is really really neat, and uh, I, I just think it's a great opportunity for all of them and for for everybody to learn something. And you know, I think the other thing is, um, Aaron, when we talk about this. I think everyone, Robbie Price gets in the car and he's not going to be Carson Macedo running at the front of the field or Brad Sweet or or Sheldon or those guys. When Robbie Price gets in the car and races for a couple of wins or maybe gets yeah. a win this year, man, does he put himself on the map by doing that. Yeah, well, you, you mentioned Carson Macedo, but when Carson first drove, he filled in for Jason Johnson when he broke his back. And right. that's the first time I saw him. Like, you didn't expect him to go out and win every night, but he went to Knoxville and he kicked some butt. And that's the that, that put his name, like you said, on the map. So I see Robbie doing something similar. It's not going to be every night. But there's going to be some bright nights out there where he kicks butt and gets his name out there. Sage Fruit is a premium grower, packer, and shipper of Washington tree fruit. Apples, pears, and cherries, and it's always an exceptional eating experience, and they're grown in the beautiful Pacific Northwest. Not only is their produce healthy, but they are grown with such care and precision that you can count on each piece of fruit having exceptional flavor. High-quality fruit, exceptional flavor, healthy snacking. Make sure when you go to your local grocery store, ask for Sage really truly is neat stuff so it brings us to the question and again we need to restate this jason has not retired he's 49 years old and he still feels like he's got gas in the tank the problem of it is the hip's not cooperating he wants to get the hip done so he can get back to see how much gas in the tank but jason certainly got more years behind him than he has in front of him i think we can acknowledge that so ashley you've been around this sport a long time you're from a racing family um the decision for when it's time, when is that time? 
Um, this is a neat transition that Jason is getting. Not a lot of people get this transition, actually. Um, but but that's a tough challenge for every race car driver, Ashley. It is. Unfortunately, you know, we have to determine when enough is enough. Right, exactly. Steel says enough's enough. Steel is done. <laughs> but how do you how do you quit loving your passion? You know, that's where I think the mentor role is a huge deal. Um, and, and finding another way to step into it. David stepping away from NASCAR was really tough for him, but he found another passion in racing. So I think it's you never know when that time's going to be but you've got to kind of have your deck of cards set up to play the next hand when the time's up. No doubt. It really is. Yeah. And, you know, I like that, actually. And, 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 and who's Ashley's referencing? I think most of you know who we're talking about with David. Ashley's married to David Stremme. David Stremme had a career in NASCAR going, and things were not lining up properly. And now they're like, Ashley and David are the top chassis builders in modified racing with lethal chassis to find that place to scratch that ish. Because Aaron, I thought what Ashley said right at the top of it means so much. How do you stop your passion? Boy, that's not a fair question to ask anybody to do. But it seems like that there's we've seen some other ones do it, and and this is a neat spot for Jason to be able to do that. Well, and I think what Ashley said and what you said is right. You never stop your passion. It, it's how you you change, how you look at it, how you stay involved. You know, I've never changed my passion for sprint car racing. Is there is there still a part of me that would love to be out there wheeling it every night? Yeah, but do I realistically know and have I known for 10 years that I can't dedicate my life to it anymore? Yeah, so do I do Wing Nation and still go to Knoxville in as many races as I can? Yeah, because we still love the sport. So it is, and I, I always think that is such a tricky question. When you, when is it? When is it time? When do you know? And I don't think any driver really knows until the moment. You know, we talked about Billy Pouch on our oh. show a few weeks ago. He never wanted to, never wanted to, never wanted to, and then one day he was like, "That's it." I think it just happens. It, it's not something you can plan. I don't think no a driver wants to face it, but I think every driver knows at the time it's happened. It's the passion is not there to be in the race car every single night. Yeah. I'll quickly relive that story. Cause I was talking to Billy at Bridgeport and, and he wondered what it would look like. You know, do we do a farewell tour? If Billy pouch did a farewell tour, he'd sell, he'd sell a half a million dollars worth of t-shirts, maybe twice that. I mean, if Billy Pouch did that and and every racetrack that he went to would be full, okay? He wondered what it would look like. He never knew what it was going to look like. And on a Monday morning, watching his wife Barb clean the wing or the side panels of his modified, he sat there and he told her, You're never going to have to do this again because I'm done. And that felt right. And yeah. I just I find that fascinating. And I think to your point, Aaron. Everybody is so different. We're all wired so differently. What's right for Billy Pouch and what's right for Jason Sides and what was right for Steve Kinzer and what was right for Richard Petty and what was right for this one. I think it's all different. And uh, I think I think it's going to be fun to watch, Jason. I, I, I hope we get to see him race again. The plan is for us to get to see him race again. But it's so neat to have him still rolling that car into that pit area. Because Jason, you walk into a world of outlaw pits and Jason Sides is not there. It's not a world of outlaw pits. You know, something is missing. That is for sure. So, uh, great, great stuff. So, we'll see. When is it time? That's a great question that a lot of drivers ask. One of the things that I have just marveled at this year, and, 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 you, and you guys know, I went to Attica a couple of weeks ago and watched two nights of all-star racing. I am telling you, I sat there at Attica 
and I'm thinking, do you remember a few years ago when this was Dale Blaney, um, maybe Jack, uh, maybe Chad Kemenaw, maybe Greg Wilson, and I, I was looking at the numbers. 2014, Dale Blaney had 16 All-Star wins. 2015, Dale Blaney had 12 All-Star wins. Ladies, the competition in the All-Star Series right now is unreal. Aaron, when we look at this thing, man, I'm telling you what, if someone were to get to double-digit wins, I think that will be spectacular because the All-Stars are just loaded. They really are. You know, we had Justin Peck on the show on Tuesday, and, you know, they're, they're on a roll right now. They're on fire. But you look at, you know, obviously what Tyler Courtney did last year, but you look at Parker Price Miller, who is going through all he's going through and is still, you know, do, going out there and winning races and, and running up front. Um, the competition is really stout. And I think it's been um, something we've seen in our sport in the last years, not even with just the All-Stars, but with the Outlaws. It, it's another changing of the guards. We have a whole crop of younger kids that are fast. They're hungry. They're in good equipment, and it's making you know great, great races for us fans. I mean, the competition level amongst all the sprint car racing right now is is neat, and we're seeing a lot of different winners, which is is always fun for our sport. Up, oh, mash your button, Ashley. We got. We I see your I see your moving. <laughs> we're talking, dude. There we go. <laughs> What I was going to say is to, to say what Aaron said, it, it's like a feeder system. I feel like we're kind of in the hockey world right now, right? Because we have feeder teams that, you know, whether they turn to the world of outlaws or they end up going, being a true outlaw like Brent Marks is now, you know, picking and choosing. But it's it seems to be a great little feeder series and they can kind of sleep at home in their own bed every yeah. single week instead of traveling the country like the world of outlaws, but it's preparing them for it. So I think it's, it's a little feeder system, if you will. Not that the All-Stars aren't a huge caliber sprint car series. It is. But I think the talent is just a little bit younger there. And it's it's a stepping stone. Really, truly is. It's a great spot. And you're right. They can sleep at home and everything. Now, one of the things Justin told us on our program on Tuesday, Ashley, is he said, we don't worry about points or anything till Ohio Speed Week. Um, Ashley, what's the most races you guys have done? You and David have done some of these crazy tours like that. And what what's the most you guys have done? Probably in one stint, I think probably 14 or 15 at a time. Um we, with our business, we can't step away all that often. Um, we are, we race to learn and we race because it's what we enjoy doing, but ultimately it's, it's all about the business. So every time we hit the racetrack, we're basically the R and D team for, for lethal. So, you know, it's not necessarily that we get to go out and tour. Um, I'd love to do the hell tours just one year, yeah. um, just to say we did it. I know it's grueling. I know it's awful. Um, but it's one of those deals where you just want to say you did it. And uh, so, honestly, we don't really get to go out often because we have cars to build all summer long. Um, but, you know, when we do go, we try to make make a mini tour out of it. We try to hit as many races. We try to be economical about it. Um, we're not just driving to Indiana for one race. Yeah. I love what Ashley said, Aaron. She said it's grueling and it's awful. Okay? Uh-huh. That's Ohio Speed Week. So bringing yeah. this back to the All-Stars – you guys, you guys have three nights in Wisconsin this weekend, and it ain't even started because it might be a little difficult. But welcome to June when it's ninety-five degrees in Ohio, and you're doing it ten nights straight. Straight, grueling and awful will be part of their life. So I, I think Justin's right, and I think everyone we talk to with the All Stars, yeah. talk to me after we get done with Ohio Speed Week because that can make or break you. 
Yeah, absolutely. And it's not just about that many races in a row. It's about the confidence. It's about the momentum. It's about the exhaustion, the parts, the equipment. Uh, You know, I never did Ohio Speed Week, but I certainly, when I ran the Outlaw Tour, I forget what we raced. It was like eight out of nine nights straight. We did some Pennsylvania, New York tour. And it's some of the best memories and some of the worst memories. You know, you don't, you're going on like fumes. You, as a driver, you have no sleep. You're driving from one track to the other in the middle of the night. Um, Your equipments, you know, you're trying to keep up the maintenance. God forbid you wreck during the middle of the week. It's chaos, but it's also kind of awesome. Like, oh, darn, I've got a race again tonight. So I, I love speed weeks for that as a driver, as a crew guy, as a crew chief, a team owner, it's, um, it's like the best and the worst. I don't even know how to describe it until you you've been through it. It's awful, but yet awesome. And when the all-stars get done with that, we'll see who's still standing strong. And then we'll determine uh, where Tyler Courtney fits in and where Justin Peck and Parker Price Miller and Hunter Schoenberg and, and Cap Henry and all of those drivers. But the depth there is so good. Uh, we're in for a treat this year on Flow Racing watching the All-Stars. We really, truly are. And, uh, Ashley, you and I don't have to wait long to see the All-Stars. They're in Wisconsin this weekend. But you and I, they're coming, they're coming and, and, and we're all coming up there for Wing Nation. Uh, we're going to see the All-Stars yeah. next week. That's right. Port Royal, the Speed Palace for the Weikert Memorial. Couldn't be more excited. But Aaron, to your point real quick, you're so right, especially parts. You know, you wreck one night and that becomes a nightmare. And you put that all together in a week. And if you're wrecking two or three nights a week, oh, your guys are exhausted. It's insane. But Steve, even like the Weikert, you know, that's two solid days and it's a big payday and the guys know what's on the line and they know what they have to do. So you know, on Saturday night, do you take a chance? Do you, do you put yourself in a position that maybe you shouldn't and knowing that you've got to come back for the big money on Sunday, it's, it's a mental game as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really is. $10,000 to win on Saturday night, $29,000 to win next Sunday night for the Weikert Memorial. Ashley, I'm going to keep it right there with you because you transitioned right into another topic that we have this year. You talked about it in the realm of Speed Week, parts, pieces, well, 2022, parts and pieces and tires and everything are part of our equation. You guys are in the chassis business. You're far more acquainted with this. Where are we at here as we, 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 we work through the month of May on just nuts and bolts and parts and pieces on, on vehicles, let alone modifieds or sprint cars? Let alone baby formula. Baby formula. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, that's right. right, too. Yes. Um, this one's attached to me. Just put a bell around my neck and call me Daisy. Um, <laughs> thankfully, I don't have to worry about the formula. I just have to make sure I'm available every All right, Daisy. All right, Daisy. <laughs> <laughs> put a bell um, around my neck and call me Daisy. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. That's what I feel like. Um, no, but <laughs> been there, done that. All right. Parts and pieces. Um, Honestly, we have not had a whole lot of trouble. We're struggling with some things when it comes to shocks right at the moment. Um, It seems like every month it's something different. Um, So about when one month rolls around, it's this. The next month, it's that. Um, Aluminum obviously has gone up $20, $30 a sheet. Um, But honestly, I mean, we've talked about it since the very beginning of the year. I think our biggest concern right now is the tires. Um, when summer rolls around, I think it's going to be a little bit like formula, um, (laughs) hard to get people trying to swap things. Um, people trying to pick up used stuff and try to get more life out of their tires. Um, and unfortunately I hate to say it, but I think 
that you're going to see more guys soaking tires to get more life and longevity out of it. Mm. And that's not a good avenue that we need to go down in this sport. Anyhow, obviously it's illegal, um, but we're already hearing guys doing it. And well, they've been doing it for years. It's just maybe not always policed. Um, but I think you're going to see more of it this year just for the sheer fact that they're trying to get longevity out of their tires. Power isn't born. It's built over time. For over 65 years, Hercules Tires has been providing the muscle to move more drivers. Whatever the vehicle, whatever the terrain, and we back it with a powerful protection plan. So wherever the road or the trail takes you, we have the selection, value, and strength to get you there. Hercules Tires, ride on, on our street. Yeah, um... Aaron, on Tuesday night of this week, I was flipping through. I got done at Millbridge. I got done watching the Outlaw Race. I'm flipping through. I went over to Flow Racing because I knew the uh, the Modifieds were up at Dundee. But I missed the Modified feature. Got there just in time to watch the Patriot Sprint Tour. Of course, a great 360 tour up from um, up from upstate New York. Two drivers in that race had flat tires. And they pushed them to the truck. And the announcer said, Neither driver has an extra tire, so don't even take them to the work area. Um, I think we feel like, Aaron, the world of outlaws are going to be fine, maybe the big But I think as this thing gets down into the trenches, I think we're going to see more and more of that, and that's a scary proposition. It's a really scary proposition, and, and what's to say, yeah, we think the outlaws are going to be okay because they, they, they're the, the top series in the focus, but if the shortest starts coming across the board, Okay, so you take the World of Outlaws to a, a track in the middle of upstate New York, or you take them to you know somewhere where there's not a hotbed of sprint cars. Who's joining the field? You know, it, it's yeah. it's just a it's a scary world we're headed to. And you know, I thought it was interesting last night. Like uh, you know, the feature ended up being great at Bridgeport, but early in the night it took rubber. And every driver's thinking, every crew guy, everyone in the world is thinking, this is the last thing we need. We have a tire shortage. But you can't control Mother Nature. You can't control necessarily what's going to happen. And you also don't want every track to be so heavy that people are junking cars because they're catching ruts. Like, it, it's just a, it's a scary situation that we're in for the next few months here. Really, Julie? Sorry, when you, when you were on tour, I mean, how many thousands of dollars did you spend in tires a year? Uh, I guess. Do you remember? I, I honestly don't. I mean, I'm aging myself, but it's almost, it's almost 20 years ago now. Um, and I wasn't in charge of tire budgets. Um, we did have somewhat of a deal with Hoosier, but it wasn't one of the top um, deals. It, but the, the cost of a right rear tire was certainly a lot less than it is now. So sure. I can't imagine what those guys are spending. And then it, to not even have them available is, you know, it is what it is. But it's a scary world we're in right now. Like when we're talking about baby formula, like or babies? Are you kidding me? Like, who cares about tires at this point? <laughs> we yeah. got we got big problems. Let's not get into political discussion, but regardless, <laughs> right. it's scary for all of us. Well, and that's that's the other thing that we're taking into account right now is the fact of diesel fuel. You mm -hmm. know, it has skyrocketed. It's six what six forty five, six fifty five here in Pennsylvania now. And you know, these guys take the world of outlaws. Sure, I'm sure they have a sponsor deal or maybe they have a fuel card from a sponsor or something like that. But ultimately their budget wasn't set on $6 a gallon. So where do they, you know, kind of cut costs when you've got tires going up, all parts are going up, fuel's gone up, but guess what? The pay's still the same. 
you know, sure, they've, they've added more money to the points and whatnot, but, you know, even your local tracks, it's gone up a couple hundred bucks, but not, not enough to recoup your costs on what you've spent to make one night happen. Yep. Yeah. And when you think about what it costs to put those trucks and trailers up and down the road, you know, people say, oh, it's not that big of a deal, but no, the amount of thousands of miles they travel and the amount of gallons they go through, that is a significant increase in cost. Brian Brown joins Ashley and I this week on our television program, and he told us it's a buck a mile, and his plan, as of now, is to come to central Pennsylvania to run Sealands Grove on Thursday, Williams Grove on Friday, Saturday go to Port Royal, Sunday go to Port Royal, because he can get four nights, but his plan also is to watch the Weather Channel and to see what it looks like, because if it's not looking good, he's not going to spend that buck a mile to drive to central Pennsylvania to sit in the rain when he, in theory, could run a lot shorter miles up to Knoxville on Saturday night and get one night in. So yeah. your your point, Ashley, on the fuel is, is a big factor as well. We, it, it is, it, uh, we always talk about it's going to be awesome, it's going to be great, and I am a glasses-overflowing guy, but this year it's, it bothers me with parts and pieces and cost. It bothers me because it's tough for me to see optimism all the way through. We just talked about how brutal Speed Week is, how brutal Ohio Speed Week is. How brutal is Ohio Speed Week going to be on the tire budget and on the tire quantity? Yeah. They better find a water truck. Well, that's six. exactly right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then, and then you're wrecking more cars and then there's equipment and motors that don't need to be running that hard all night long. So stay, there's a whole other host of problems. Stay tuned. Man, I'll tell you what, it's going to be fascinating. It really, truly is going to be wild. Um, I, I hope fascinating and a good way. Because, because we talked about the racing. When they're racing, the racing, Ashley, we've, we've had some sprint car races that have just been dynamite already this year. It's true. I mean, I don't think the racing's going to get any worse. You know, we've, we've right. seen some great racing the last couple of years. The competition is 100% stellar right now, and we've talked about that for a while. And, and Steve, something else I just thought of is, what about the race fans? you know, doing Ohio speed weeks, those who come in from over the pond or, you know, guys that follow the, the speed week tour, you know, hauling their camper. It's Mm -hmm. not going to be cheap for them either. No. Yeah, you're right. You think about, well, I, I just, it's funny you say that I, I belong to a group called track chasers. Guy Smith is a writer for area auto racing news. And there's a group of people that count racetracks that they go to. I mean, I have like 225, and I'm like minor league compared to some of these. These people have thousands and thousands of racetracks. And there's a discussion on there now, at what cost do you go get a new racetrack? Where it used to be, yeah, you get on a plane or you do a swing through Wyoming and add four new racetracks, or you do this. And the discussion today was, at what cost do you think you try to go get a new racetrack? Well, at what cost do you go to Ohio Speed Week or Pennsylvania Speed Week? Or do you do you, do you do you trim a night at Lincoln out of it, or you trim one of the port nights out of it and come back Friday, or go, don't go to the Grove, or do you do this, or do you do that? Um, yeah, fans' perspective is the same on it as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't I know. Think about all those motorhomes. We just canceled the trip to. We're going to take the motorhome to Indy, and it was like, hmm, it's going to be like eleven hundred dollars in fuel just for the motorhome. So how about we just get a hotel because that seems a little bit cheaper. Yeah, and a lot less work. 
Yeah, exactly. And, and, and then you book flights and then you're like, oh, maybe that wasn't a better option. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, who knows? Well, we appreciate uh, – uh, I would love getting the chance to catch up with, 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 with you two. It's just so much fun. We have a trio of other podcasts, Getting Off Track with Ashley Streming, where she talks to the ladies in the sport. As you know, with Aaron Evernham – uh, where she talks to crew chiefs and smart people and drivers of the sport because she's the smart person she's the among. Smart one. She's the smart yeah. one among the group. Yep, yep. Uh, Ashley's got the bell around her neck called Daisy. Uh, Aaron's the smart one in the group, and I'm the loudmouth. I don't know. So, um, and then I do one called the post office. Um, and well, you're the you're the athletic um, yoga pants one. The athletic oh, yoga. Yeah. Oh yes, I'm the athletic yoga pants one. Yes, exactly. Yes, um, Aaron. I know you don't have to say it. You threw up in your mouth just a little bit. I know. Well, we're exactly. still waiting for the pictures. Yeah, you don't gonna... need you don't need to see me in down dog. That's for sure. I am. Uh, I've not perfected my down dog. Um, so, I don't know. We have ended up on yoga talk the last three times we've done the work area. So, uh, who who saw that coming? Uh, anyhow, great great stuff. Well, I'll tell you what, Ashley. I cannot wait to actually see you and uh, and and catch up with you and your family and everyone. I cannot wait. Next week we're at Port Royal Speedway. We're going to have a ball up there. Uh, we appreciate uh, appreciate you uh, joining us here and uh, taking some time with your son joining us. It was a great. It was a, it was a tandem deal. Sorry for the beginning. He's asleep now. I don't know why we couldn't figure that out in the beginning, but you know how it works. Such, That's how it works. Such is life as a six-week-old. There we go. Absolutely, Aaron. As always, we get a chance to hang out in person on Tuesdays, but uh, fun to chat here on the work area as well. It really is. It's neat to just collaborate together and all our thoughts of in the sprint car world. You, you know, being that we're Ashley's in Pennsylvania, I don't get to see her too much. It's just fun to hop on here and, and, and chat about all things sprint cars and babies, and you know yoga pants yeah gosh oh and i'll go back to what ashley said how do you stop your passion and we have a passion for sprint cars we really do and we love talking about it what we'd love to have you do is the way podcast and video programs are promoted these days is people to like and share and post and subscribe so if you enjoy what we do on wing nation whatever the shows are whichever ones like, share, subscribe, tell your friends about them, write a review. If you like what we're doing here on Wing Nation, that helps all of us grow these things and get a chance to do more programs and have more fun and get to more racetracks and catch up with more fans, that's for sure, because we love getting out to the track and catching up with everybody. So she is Erin Evernham. She is Ashley Stremme. I am Steve Post. We appreciate you joining us here on The Work Area by Wing Nation. NASCAR season is here, and everyone on the Toyota racing team is doing their part to perform at the highest level. From driver Ty Gibbs to amateur musician Russell Viper, who's working on the perfect pre-race pump-up track for the team. Start those Camrys up! Yeah! To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc.